I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Blake Topmeyer is the SEC columnist for the USA Today Network. You can read his work right here in Memphis in the commercial appeal. He's on Twitter, at BTopmeyer. Blake how would you describe uh, this college football weekend? I called it a little sleepy, a little sleepy. What do you, what do you make of it? Yeah, it, it is a little sleepy, um, you know, particularly in, in the SEC, I, I think. I mean, I'm going to be at uh, Penn State-Auburn for kind of mm. lack of better options, I guess. I mean, I think that is an interesting game. It's important to Auburn. Um, but really, you know, you got Penn State in the polls at, I think, number 22, Auburn's unranked. I mean, the fact that that's one of your better games of the weekend, it is. Um, you know, I mean, we got hit out of the gates with a great week one, and then week two on paper maybe didn't profile as good, but had some upsets. The Sun Belt reared its head. And then, yeah, this, this week uh, seems like a little bit of a hiccup before things dial back up again. Yeah. You know, I The way if I was like a TV executive, or if, I said it this way, if I was the PR firm for college football as a whole – I'd spin it. This is what makes you appreciate the good weekends, Blake. When we have to go through a weekend like this, this is if they were all great, you wouldn't savor them as much. You know, and if you're gonna have a fall wedding, it'd be like yeah. you should have picked this weekend. I mean, fall <laughs> weddings you shouldn't you shouldn't be having them anyway. But you know, if, if your fiance is like, we got to get married in the fall, it's like okay, we'll do it week three because I'm looking down the slate here. We we can squeeze something in here. See, I've always been. You can have your wedding in the fall. You just cannot be upset if I don't attend it. Like that's just the, that's that's, right. that's how I that's my philosophy on it. We're talking to Blake Topmeyer of the USA Today Network. He covers he's the SEC columnist for the USA Today USA Today Network. All right, let's go through a few of these though. You're going to Auburn. I want to. You had some. Uh, you had a pretty strong take on that uh, Texas A&M loss to Appalachian State. They are hosting Miami. Technically, Miami the higher ranked team. But A and M a six and a half point favorite at home. When, when Jeffrey and I were talking about this earlier in the week, Jeffrey is fully expecting this is like one. Miami hasn't you know Miami's overranked um, given what they've accomplished. But two, this does feel like a nice bounce back, a pretty decent chance for a bounce back from the Aggies. But your thoughts on what's going on in that program right now, coming off that loss to App State. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when you look at the, the betting line, it's like something looks fishy here, right? I mean, Texas A&M coming off of a, you know, an ugly performance against App State. These are the ones that yeah, I, I'm not a sports better. If I were, I'd be like, I'm staying away from this because something looks off here. Because I, I agree with you. There's 
I mean, Miami hasn't played any competition at this point. They do feel like they're a little bit overranked based on who they've played. But the U really is back. We it. could have a U is back storyline coming out yeah. of this weekend. Yeah, let's let's pump the brakes on the U is back. But but I mean, Texas A&M's been pretty ugly for two weeks now. I mean, even yeah. in their opener against an FCS team, they weren't very good. Last week, even worse. Um, I mean, I know they're making the quarterback change. Uh, this week with, with Max Johnson. I don't know that that's going to solve all their problems. I, I guess maybe I could see A&M winning in a close one, but still not covering the spread. I just think, you know, I, I don't think last week's loss to App State is going to prove a one-off for Texas A&M because you look at it, I mean, they are they are not anywhere close to being out of the woods because they have Miami, you know, tomorrow. Then they have neutral site game against Arkansas. But then they have road games against Mississippi State and Alabama. That's four weeks in a row. And I think based on what we've seen so far, so far all four of those opponents, you could make the cases better than A&M. Now, I'm not saying A&M is going to go 0-4 you know, in that stretch. But even if they go 2-2, two and two, then you're sitting at 3-3 three and three overall after an offseason in which, you know, as I wrote, Jimbo Fisher was strutting around like a peacock. Um, calling other coaches clown acts, calling Nick Saban a, a narcissistic false god. Like, if you're going to go out and do that in the off season, you got to back it up on the field, and uh, we haven't we haven't seen it thus far from from A and M. Yeah, no, that's uh, it's it'll be fascinating to see. You know, ultimately he signed that big contract. It gave him all sorts of security. He was, you know, but but ultimately that is the that feels like the type of fan base that. Would you know much like Auburn, where you're headed, where you're like, it doesn't feel like there's a contract too big to buy out if they want to. Well, Jimbo would have maybe the only one that is his buyouts at about ninety million, uh, which is uh, which is twice, I believe, the the next closest buyout. I think Dabo has the second closest buyout at about half of that. Although he Dabo just got the contract extension, so that 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 those numbers may be off a little bit, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think Jimbo's got like the biggest buyout in the in the nation. It's either him or maybe Brian Kelly uh, yeah. with with his new deal. But so Jimbo, he needs to get a quarterback. They're spending all this money on players. They can't get a quarterback. Seriously, I mean, Jimbo. You know, he's been a guy called a quarterback guru, a quarterback whisperer. I mean, Jimbo hasn't been a quarterback guru since since Jameis Winston left. Mm. He had a, he had a good run of quarterbacks early on in his tenure at Florida State did not have very good quarterbacks at the end of that tenure. Uh, he found a little something with Kellen Mond in 2020. Kellen Mond, you know, was pretty average up to that point, but he actually had a pretty good senior season. But as you recall, Kellen Mond was a Kevin Sumlin guy. Sumlin signed Kellen Mond. So although he did, you know, finally kind of come into his own a little bit with Jimbo, it's been a while. It's been a real while since Jimbo's landed, um, you know, a high-profile quarterback recruit who has really flourished under him, uh, and it almost seems like, I mean, maybe this is a victim of the moment, but it almost seems like the game is starting to pass Jimbo by a little bit. You know I mean? It's, it seems like he's kind of running a throwback offense um, in a world where the you know a lot of offenses are not going in that direction. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, Max Johnson, I think, is going to give them a little bit of a boost, mm-hmm. but I do think we've seen what the ceiling is for Max Johnson, and I think the ceiling's higher than it was last week, but there still is a, a, a defined ceiling with Max Johnson, and I don't think it's 10 and 2. Interesting. Yeah. No, I mean, the reality is Haynes King beat it, beat him out in the preseason. 
<laughs> you know, we saw right. we saw what Haynes King did. So uh, yeah, no, it's a uh, dicey times at Texas A and M. All of a sudden, it feels like that's it's part of what it's what makes college football the most insane. That like one game change feels like it changes the entire conversation. But it's also what's the best about college football. It's insane the insanity of like what losing Appalachian State suddenly just changed the entire conversation around that program. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and so much of it's perception, right? Because Appalachian State is actually, I mean, they're probably the best team in the Sun Belt, and the Sun Belt is an improving conference. So, you know, when you stack it up in terms of just, like, terrible losses, in terms of what A&M was actually facing, I I don't know that it's, like, one of the all-time terrible losses because Appalachian State's actually pretty good. But perception is you can't lose to a Sun Belt team uh, on your home field after signing the number one ranked recruiting class, um, after strutting around in the off season, you know, after just you know Jimbo signed the, the the contract extension last year, he's one of the nation's most highest paid coaches. You know, you add all these things up, he's in his fifth year. Momentum is supposed to be building, and so even though App State is very strong, I'm. Might have hit a might have hit a rough patch in uh, reception with Blake. I, I think he's right though. Um, with A and M, I mean, ultimately, when you're doing when you're when you are spending the money they are spending, you know, there's there's no room for for miscues like the one they suffered um, this past week against Appalachian State. I'm, I'm going to ask Blake when we get him back on the line about the two the two re- putting a scare into Georgia. I don't think so. I think we're in danger, though, maybe of riding off South Carolina too quickly. I think this is going to be a team that gets a little bit better as the season goes along, as Spencer Rattler settles in. Um, you know, that offensive line maybe can improve a little bit as the season goes. Um, I think this could be ugly on Saturday. I mean, as as, uh, as Shane Beamer put it, he's still trying to find a weakness in Georgia, and frankly, I am too. And one thing I have to think about here. You know, Shane Beamer was at Georgia. Mm-hmm. He's a Kirby Smart Kirby guy. Smart. He leaves yep. to go to Oklahoma, and you just wonder if that's in Kirby's mind at all. And I'm not saying he's got a huge axe to grind, but it's like this is a guy you gave a big opportunity there in Georgia, and he said, "All right, thank you very much." And then now I'm off to to Oklahoma. He, he yeah, wanted to get the, he wanted to get Shane. If you if you because I know Shane pretty well because I covered Virginia Tech for a while. He went to Oklahoma because they gave him some sort of fake title as like co-offense, you know, like pass game coordinator, something he wasn't doing, you know, because Lincoln Riley ran the offense at Oklahoma. But I think I think he strictly made the move to get that title so that he could set himself up potentially to say, you know, say when he's interviewing for head coach, you know, hey, I was I'm passing coordinator at Oklahoma, <laughs> right? And, and it all worked out for him. I mean, in the end, good move. But it's just like you know, there's some of those coaching matchups, like like for instance, Kentucky at Youngstown against Youngstown State this, this week. You know, with, uh, with, with Mark Stoops being a Youngstown guy, I'm thinking he's probably not going to go out of his way to run up the score mm-hmm. on Youngstown State. If, if Kirby Smart has the opportunity to drop the hammer on mm-hmm. South Carolina and, and Shane Beamer, I'm thinking he's probably uh, uh, licking his chops and saying, yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and do that. So, so I think this one could be ugly because I just think George is a machine. Um, but I'm not quite ready to, to write off South Carolina. I know they're getting a lot of preseason hype. They haven't lived up to it. 
I think they might start to look a little better, you know, come midseason when, when Spencer Rattler maybe is a little more settled in there. All right, Blake, we appreciate it. Safe travels to Auburn. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, Mark. That was Blake Topmeyer, the SEC columnist for the USA Today Network. You can read his work in the commercial appeal all week here in Memphis. Um, we'll see uh, if there's any uh, what the sexy storyline is coming out of this weekend. I feel like there's a chance we got a chance for you know if Auburn, let's say Auburn has an ugly performance like with all the heat that's on Harson that could be a that could be an interesting one. And then obviously an a, if A and M were to lose again, that would be a we could. Have, I, I feel like the biggest potential storylines are like coaches who are feeling a little. Yeah, well, yeah, a little heat on the collar. Not necessarily like on the chopping block, but just uh, heat on the collar. All right, when we come back, we got the second hour of the show ahead. We're going to get into the list. Got plenty to talk about there. Got an update on the Robert Server situation with Phoenix. And I also got some details, a, an interesting story about Arch Manning's official visit to Texas and how much money Texas splurged to get Peyton and Eli's nephew. Cooper's son. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.